0: the development of some of the most sophisticated technology known to humankind today, and at the same time I witnessed an alarming increase in famine, the growing proportions of the world, epidemics of disease, hunger, war, suffering, it made very little sense in the presence of such advanced technologies. My thinking was if we could build machines that can tell us the temperature on the surface of a distant world, detect tanks and weapons in the jungles of foreign countries, then certainly we can transport food from point A to point B and feed people whose lives have been destroyed by war and famine and nature. I began a search for a single principle of unity, a catalyst to carry us beyond our differences, the differences responsible for such suffering as we face the greatest challenges of recorded human history. For most of my adult life, I've had a sense that somewhere in the midst of our ancient memory, we were left a clue to help us understand who we are as individuals, who we are as a species, and with that clue, a reason to look beyond the beliefs that may have separated us in the past and lead us into an era of peace, cooperation, hope, and possibility. From ancient temples and tombs, buried underneath centuries of sand and debris to fragmented texts and monasteries in the mountains of Egypt and the high deserts of Peru, the American Desert Southwest. For nearly two decades my search has continued, and it's in these places that the ancients found themselves on a very similar search. Well, it's in these places as well that our ancestors left clues to a lost knowledge for those who would follow in their footsteps. If we have the wisdom to recognize their gifts, and we can find within ourselves the courage to honor the legacy of their search, we may find that the answers to our greatest mysteries are closer than we think. This program is a story of my search for precisely such clues. Through a blend of true life stories, leading edge science, ancient texts, and direct experience, over the next few hours, together we'll develop the concepts and the applications, the literal instructions for a timeless wisdom that was left to us by those who have laid the foundation of our world today. Through their understanding, we are given new meaning to each moment and every day of our lives. So I invite you to join me on a journey. This is a journey of exploration, discovery, mystery and insight. It leads us to the powerful wisdom of the ancients and to the knowledge of what they call the most powerful force, the single most powerful force in the universe. It's a force that lives within every one of us. And with that knowledge, we find the empowering message of hope and possibility that lives within us as well today. So I'd like to begin with a story that came to me a number of years ago. And I can't really even remember who it was that shared this story or where it came from. What I do remember is that it moved me so deeply. It brought me to tears the very first time I heard this story. And it also helped me to understand the concept of the field of energy that links all of creation in the traditions of the ancients and the implications of that concept. It's a true story of a young Jewish boy and his father in the 20th century. And as the Jewish boy was coming of age, he began to question the traditions that he had been raised in and what they meant to him and the validity of those traditions. And his father took the questioning very personally and was offended by the questioning. And the boy said to his father, I understand I've been raised in these traditions. He said, but I need to go out into the world and find if these traditions really hold true for me in my life. I have to see these things for myself. And the father said to him, if you turn your back on the traditions that we have raised you within, and if you turn your back on me, I have no son. You're no longer my son. And the boy said, I'm sorry, father. This is what I have to do. And he did. And he left the United States. And he began to tour the world. And he went into Europe just to find out what the world was like, and how his teachings would serve him in his interactions with other people. Years went by, he and his father had absolutely no contact at all. He met a girl and they settled down, and he was living a happy life in urban society. And one day, into the cafe where they were having their coffee, a friend of his walked in from America that he had not seen since he left. And they were very happy to see one another. And the first thing that his friend said to him, to the boy, he says, I'm so sorry to hear about the death of your father. And this is the first time the young boy had heard that his father had died. And he immediately came back to the States. And he began speaking to the people in the neighborhood and to their friends and to the family regarding his relationship with his father. And what he discovered very quickly was that his father, in fact, had never forgotten him at all. That his father had spoke of his son incessantly.